The only thing that's ever been up my butt was the finger of the proctologist. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Okay, I know this is a um, <laughs> this is not a visual medium, but I'm about to in, in in our Zoom here. I'm about to try on something. I want to get your instant reaction, both of you, okay. and then I'm going to explain what this is all about. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he has he, looks like he has Joe Madden glasses. You got some rec specs. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> I have new glasses on. They're they're fairly black, uh, thick rims. Yeah, totally the opposite of what I used to you wear. Look like Harry Carey. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> That's not bad. I'm gonna because people are, are listening to this. People are listening and not hearing, or listening and not seeing. Hi everybody. Hey, hey everybody. Huh? What are you doing about that? I'm gonna start singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" really badly. Um, let me hear you. <laughs> No, uh, I'm going to tweet out a photo of me in these new glasses because uh, this leads to a jumping Charlie story. You do have a Joe Madden vibe going too. It looks—it's honestly not a bad look. Yeah, thank you. It's a, it's a little jarring, but I can get used to it. Did he eat your glasses? He ate my glasses. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he previously ate, ate my couch, and uh, <laughs> a couple of days ago, I wake up to find my glasses on the floor, and I'm like, "All right," so I drop them or something. I pick them up. And this is what they look like. This is again. I'm going to show you real quickly. Uh, where's the? What oh, they're doing. Okay, got it. This can, is not your first time using Zoom. I know. I, I I don't know where the camera. Oh my god! All right, Dad. The ends of like the parts okay. you put over your ears are chewed. Yes, we get it. That's right. Okay. So anyway, jumping Charlie uh, ate my glasses. Uh, these are glasses I bought years ago as a backup pair, and I've never worn them until now. Um, but we're putting Charlie in boot camp for four weeks. We're sending him away to boot camp. And uh, we're going to see how that goes um, with with the money we're spending. He better come back speaking like three languages and, and playing <laughs> the violin because it's it's really ridiculous what we're spending on this dog to try to get him trained and not jumping and not. What eating would you rather do if, if I literally gave you the option? You can have Charlie come back one of two ways. One, he's completely jumping trained and doesn't jump on people anymore. Right. Or two, he literally can play the violin. <laughs> and you'll be able to take him around and pretend and potentially profit off of him playing the violin. <laughs> oh, I would take that for sure. You, you, you'd, oh, live with the, you'd live with the jumping and, oh, then, yeah. and then whore out the dog. And then he wouldn't yes. even be a pet anymore. You would right. just send Charlie on the road. He'd be an act. <laughs> you'd get another home dog and he would just be on the road. That's right. He would begin by speaking the three languages. That's like the war, his warm-up act. And then he would get into... The, uh, I would buy him a, like a canine Stradivarius. It would be like a really good uh, violin. Like Andy Kaufman would be like the language part. He'd be standing on stage like Andy Kaufman, just like yes. reading The Great Gatsby. Correct. <laughs> and then, he, exactly and then right. he would pull out a violin. Yes. Jumping Charlie. I got to come up with a better name for him, though, a better stage name than Jumping Charlie. Yeah. But um, uh, at any rate, um, I'm, I'm trying on these. I'm asking people what they think. And so far, I've gotten pretty good reviews uh but but the uh the tie-breaking review is that your mother does not like the look really so it i think you should like, just like let it try to grow on her like i, I, I think, think it's, i am i think it's just, i mean i haven't seen him in person yeah but it looks it's a sophisticated look you know the joe madden analogy does not bother me no it really doesn't <laughs> well, how's harry how does the harry carry one 
That's bothers me a little bit more because it's accompanied with uh, the one time I was in the company of uh, Harry Carey in a baseball press box decades ago. Um, I noticed that he was like he he used to drink Budweiser throughout a game. Yeah, really? Oh yeah, Chris, you don't know this? That's why yeah. he sounded like that. He would be hammered by like the fourth inning. Hi everybody. I learned what <laughs> beer was because watching Cubs on WGN. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> when was it? When did he stop broadcasting? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't. I'd have to look that up. Like I'm trying to think. Like I don't think I. I think I was too young for him. Yeah, but but he uh, he used to have beer in a cooler, like a like a little styrofoam chest. It was uh, it was pretty funny to watch, and it was just it, allowed. It was allowed, and he didn't hide it. I mean, I I I forget why I was in his company for a minute, but he didn't mind that a. a Miami reporter is there watching him uh, sitting next to a cooler. He stopped in 97. He went till 97. So I, I could have definitely seen him at points. At one point, he was at a Marlins game because that's where I saw him. This would have been like the first four or five years of the Marlins before he quit. Yeah. So that's when that was. Um, but enough about Jumping Charlie and my new look, which may or may not be temporary. <laughs> um, Christopher, you we're recording this a little earlier than usual because you're going away where what are you doing um i'm going to pittsburgh for uh i'm the greg cody show is sending me to cover bucks steelers oh that's right yeah yeah congrats on that trip we like yeah. what well, what we did was was when the sport calendar the sporting calendar came out this year we just took a big we have like we have all the sporting events in all of the world on a a big thing sure we do and we spin it and we spin the wheel and wherever it lands we send people one of them was the Braves championship parade that 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 land, right. that landed there for Yeti so we sent him yep. there yep and now it's landed on and for me it landed on Bucks Steelers week <laughs> 5 of the NFL season in 2022 That's so i'm great. going there i'll be maybe on sunday cuz like the way we do this podcast is we record a bulk of it in the week, like at late in the week, and then on Sunday night we do like a little recap, ten minutes. So the final ten minutes of this episode, uh, you know, maybe you guys want to call me, like maybe you know, maybe I'll answer, maybe I won't, but yeah, no, we will. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you when because that you're gonna see history made uh, in Pittsburgh because that could be one of the most lopsided games in the history of the NFL because the idea of Kenny Pickett in his first professional start playing against that defense that he started like this past week didn't he <laughs> no his first home start i meant i'm okay, sorry my bad home start. okay it's his, <laughs> it's his first home start you're right he did start last week you like slowed down on that too you slowed down on that i was like what's going on with him right well, now? well all of a sudden i'm thinking to myself kenny pickett does play for the steelers right i had to <laughs> i was in mid second that's why i slowed down i was in mid second guess i'm like if i embarrass myself by getting the wrong team but I did get the fact that this is his home opener. But imagine Tampa Bay's defense against Kenny Pickett, who's playing behind a bad offensive line. Yeah, but Dad, this is the NFL, though. Like Najee like, Harris I has been no help to anybody this year, including his fantasy owners. I mean, Kenny Pickett's going to have a nightmare Sunday. Yeah, I mean, hey, stop reporting on this game. That's my that's my scoop. Okay, all right, I'll I'll yeah. talk about it on Sunday. Okay, but, good. Um, yeah, you yeah, better because I, we're paying you big bucks to go on this trip. But I'm also <laughs> I'm mainly looking for. I've turned it into a little weekend trip with my wife. Right. So I'm looking forward to mainly Pramani Brothers. Now I've had Pramani Brothers down here, like Pittsburgh, but yeah. I want to go to like, you know, I want to go eat in some the good, locale, right? Yeah, I want to go eat some Pittsburgh food. Never been to Pittsburgh. Heard it's pretty. Actually, I know like yeah, Pittsburgh, you is. think you think like rough and gr like, you know, hard work in Pittsburgh town, but it's, I've heard it's actually really nice. 
It is. It's gorgeous, especially this time of year. The leaves should be in full bloom, and yeah. it should be really great for you. Yeah. I almost got. I got escorted out of. There's a little town right on the edge of of Pittsburgh called Duquesne, and I got escorted out of town by the sheriff's deputy. Oh man, I was like thinking you were going somewhere else with that story. Like you got kicked out of somewhere. No, the, the the sheriff basically said I was going to end up in a body bag if I didn't if he didn't get me out of town right then. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I was uh, I, I, had a, I had a little in be- I was in between jobs and this guy hired me to go put for sale signs on houses that he had bought from the bank sight unseen. Yeah. He was just the banks were just liquidating them, so he'd buy them for like a thousand bucks. Yeah, and then. I don't know if he'd refurbished them and flip. No, it was just for sale. He was just trying to basically sell them for anyone who wanted to buy them up and pay him a little bit more. Hmm. Um, so I drove all over in one weekend. I drove you know from North Carolina to Indiana to Jeez. Detroit, um, Battle Creek, Michigan. Ended up all the way out in Pittsburgh. And my last was stop he was paying in, you for like was this worth it? It it, it got it, it paid for my bills for a couple of weeks while I was out of work before right. my next job started. I had a job lined up, but it, it was a couple of weeks before they could hire me. Yeah, and so I ended up. And, and, and this house, walls were torn off of this house. In Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, yeah, in Duquesne, technically. But yes, Pittsburgh. Uh, walls were had been removed, had fallen, been broken through on the house. There were needles everywhere. There's graffiti everywhere. Wow. And I just had to put this for sale sign up. And this sheriff came up. I'm calling my mom. And it, I see this suburban pull up. And he's got a shotgun mounted right beside his... Uh, right beside the driver's seat and he's yelling at me what the f are you doing here and i'm like how are you talking to my mother <laughs> and, and he's like what the f are you doing here and it's like, i was like i explained to him a little bit about what was going on and then he was like you crank your car and you follow me out now and so he i followed him out to the bottom of the hill that i was on it was we passed the duquesne sign and he gets out he pulls me over and he gets out and he says next time you're in duquesne stop by the sheriff's office office first so we can get a copy of your driver's license that way we can id your body and i was like okay that can't wow. be legal i will not ever go to duquesne again i guess i don't know but uh yeah, all right that that's was... where i'm headed so that should be fun okay well stay out of duquesne is the moral of that story but you're you'll be in pittsburgh you'll be on it's gorgeous chris you should have a great day. dad have you ever gotten escorted out of any any place like <laughs> for my own safety so no no no, no 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 like 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 kicked out of somewhere um no what are you yeti uh no kicked out of somewhere no yeah me neither it just seems like it'd be a fun i'm trying to think yeah. i don't think i've even been kicked out of a bar like back in the day back when i used to drink um i don't think i've even been <laughs> actually i think one time uh when i was with that epcot drinking around the world with a, with a group of people somebody in my group did something where they were basically like we want this whole group out of here where like i like didn't do anything but you know my group i was with some rambunctious people and like it was late in the night and the drinks had been flowing all day and like they were kind of just like you guys have done enough all right that'll be all thank you wow that's uh that's never happened to me what else are you going to do in pittsburgh because the waterfront is really nice there the riverfront i should say um it's yeah not. i mean it, there's i've you know i've been looking up some youtube videos of like you know all the stuff that's like things you got to do in pittsburgh and you know i'm gonna be honest nothing's really jumping off off you know at me it that's like that i'm super excited about outside of the football game but i'm just excited to get away from a few days you know the grandparents are watching the kid wife and i it's just i'm mainly just looking at it as me and my wife just getting away for a few days and get to you. get to explore a city you know Big time good for you. That's something my wife and I haven't done enough. We've actually only had one night away from our kids that wasn't involved being in the hospital with other kids. 
Jeez, wow, yeah, man. I know, I know. Yeah, you do. Just don't, we don't live close to family, so yeah, it's a more difficult. That is, it, we are very lucky with that. Yeah, you are. Don't, don't I know it? <laughs> Listen, uh, Angela Lansbury died, and the only reason I'm mentioning it is that uh, Jessica Smetana was on the podcast uh, once. God, it's one of the worst ideas you've ever had <laughs> in the history of podcasting. I'm just telling you, you. My dad texted me this week, and he's like, "Hey, I think we should have Jessica call, give us a minute, like eulogy, yeah, because." <laughs> She was named after a character that this lady. I was yes. just like, Dad, can you can I leave Jessica alone, please? Okay, she was named for Jessica Fletcher, Angela Lansbury's famous character from Murder She Wrote. And what do you think she would have to say about like like what is she going to add other than like yeah that stinks? That I lady, think it would she, be very emotional for her. I do. You know, and so but, you want her to cry. So you want her to in, like, <laughs> like let, yeah harvest Jessica's tears for ratings, right? Like, yes, just I would like her to either cry or feign crying. You know, one way or another. Um, I want to have a quick show meeting on the air um, oh, before God. we move on. Uh, I wonder, do do guests like Larry Zonka and Aaron Eckblad work with our audience? Yeah, I'm honestly curious about that because... Why did they not download? Well, the, the downloads are, are, are okay. You know, they're not like they're... I would say they're not as good as usual. And, and I'm speaking about those two specific... Well, my dad also doesn't understand how time works sometimes, and he'll be like, man, this episode two months ago is crushing the episode we just released. <laughs> and I'll be like, dad, that's how it works, because yeah, that episode's been out that. for two months. <laughs> like, My I'll dad wants every that. episode, like in the first three days, to get all the downloads it that's will get. That's correct. That's correct. That would be great if it did. I, I get I get that. I, I mean, I, no, I, it is something we do want to keep track of it. I, I do appreciate his like the way he keeps track of it. But yeah, I just think, yeah, like when we have, you know, we get a lot of downloads. So when you have a lot of downloads, there's going to be weeks where, you know, maybe a, a one tenth of our audience had shit going on and they haven't gotten to us yet. That's and they'll true. catch up like that's true. Like if I, you're, I, I'm you're just wondering, you, the, the, your complaints are literally like you you pinpoint like we have to hit certain numbers or your like I know, worried. but I do think this. I do think this. Maybe it's because of my Miami Herald ties. I'm a little prejudiced on this count. But when I have a guest like Larry Zonka or Aaron Eckblad, Dad, no I, one cares. I mean, I'm just being honest. Larry Zonka is an old name. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm 35 years old, and like I, I'm a Dolphins fan who's 35 years old, and that's just like an eh, like I, like it's not a bad name. I'm not like I don't want to okay. disrespect Larry Zonka, but it doesn't excite me, and I'm a Dolphins. So I'm like okay. your demo. For that interview yeah i will say this the the column i wrote uh the which partnered with him being on the podcast the column i wrote on zonka has had the more page views than anything i've written in a while like it's it's done very well online old people read <laughs> and, and and but i'm just wondering aloud our demographic our podcast audience uh doesn't particularly like athletes as guests really um they can let us know and, and there leave us a review tell us yeah, yeah I'd be please give us a five star review, but tell us what you really think. In yeah, the comments, I would. I would know? be curious about that. And the other thing, uh, in in the spirit of show meeting, and then we'll move on. Or do you just like when we just turn the mics on and yuck it up? Because that's I think I don't even know if I am. I don't want to speak for Yeti, but I prefer those type of episodes. I mean, obviously, I like our good interviews, but like when we're just turning the mics on and like you know having some fun with Greg Cody, that's what I think the audience almost craves the most. And those are the those are the. Uh, episodes where we'll get like an anxiety text from greg cody on like wednesday like guys we have no plan we need a guest christopher can you text kirkchen we need like you know like dad just relax that's true we can just yeah, turn the true. mics on and talk and people like it 
when like, you introduced that concept last year, that got a lot of good feedback on on our social accounts, a lot of messages and and just replies to the original um like show tweet uh, about how much they enjoyed that. Right, less yeah. segmented, just us turning the mics on for forty five minutes, right, and taking yeah. the people on the ride of their life. So yeah, there you go. Sort of like today. The cinephile guests that we're having this week. This episode comes out Monday, so it's like this week right now. We have we have Alexa. I, I don't want to script their name. We have we have a couple that wrote a book. They were in, like in Spy Kids. Like she was in Spy Kids like in 2001. She's an adult now. Long story short, they it's not someone that really interests Adnan and I. But yeah. we were like they have like five between the two of them. They have like 5.5 million oh, followers wow. on yeah. social. So we yeah. literally we just we were just like should we just pander to a big audience and hopefully they'll retweet it? And we were just like, all right, we'll take this interview. Yeah, it honestly, well. I, I'm, I'm hope I'm not, I, obviously I'm underselling it, but it was honestly a really fun conversation for how little we like genuinely were into the interview going into it. It actually turned into a good interview. So go check that out. It comes out uh, later <laughs> in the week. Cause I'm on vacation right now. So it's okay. going to be a little later in the week, right. but check that out because Sneaky good interview for an interview that we had no interest in. Right, very smoothly uh, put plug by you. That was, uh, you. That was very <laughs> artfully done. Um, the other uh, show meeting topic before we move on is, uh, and this occurred to me la- when I was listening to the last week's episode, and the first words I heard out of my mouth were vibrating anal beads. Yes. And I wondered to myself, <laughs> is our show too getting too naughty? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm i'm being serious here listen because, to this week's cinephile we were not getting too naughty yeah Jesus. yeah i just you know i always picture because keep in mind i think our young demographic uh, and and I, I do think most of our listeners are in their 20s 30s uh middle-aged or younger i, I picture i don't want to turn off the, the the guy or the woman who's listening to our podcast with their 11 year old and they're embarrassed by stuff they hear uh said Am I overthinking that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we with that we are not a raunchy podcast. Like, like, yeah. Right. Like, we might laugh at a stupid, like, you know, butt joke every once in a while or something. But like, <laughs> yeah. all right. But I don't. I don't mind being PG. I just don't want that. To go most people bit. also like, you know, the kids. Their kids are looking at some device in the back seat. They're not even listening to the podcast That's that they true. have over. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just start throwing around f bombs and just get like, the hey kid, let, of, let, let's yeah. test the theory out right now. Hey kid. Hey. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Do your homework. All right. Yeah. If, if you're listening to this right now and your mom, hey, yeah, this is your mom and dad's podcast. Hey, but I just want you to know I'm talking to you right now. Do your homework. That's right. Dad may be wearing vibrating anal beads. You never know. Jesus. You didn't have to follow it. <laughs> now that's inappropriate because I literally called the attention to the kids and then you. you I'm just telling oh, the gosh. spirit of honesty. I, I got to tell the guy, you know, I've never done that while driving, but it could be. Uh, could be quite an experience. Wait, so you've done it just not while driving? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> you, I was thinking of that last week anyway. And and what of trying it? I don't like red <laughs> The only thing that's ever been up my butt was the finger of the proctologist. Oh my god, Dad! <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm being very honest right now. Okay, I haven't done that. I haven't had a colonoscopy yet. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm too young for it, right? Isn't it like forty? You're you're getting close. My doctors haven't started with the colonoscopy talk yet, but um, <laughs> I said, but um, <laughs> that's like the most immature thing yet he's ever done right there. <laughs> oh, Outside of screaming expletives at last week's Mariners game, um, that's true. But uh, but yeah, they um, the checking the prostate that's pretty much every year now. Hmm. So good to know, Dad. You look better, <laughs> Dad. You look better with the glasses. You look better with the glasses. Why? 
I think you look younger. I don't know. It's just a good look. I'm really interested to see what they look like as he grows his hair out again and maybe when he grows his beard. I'm yeah. just yeah. interested to see the new look of Greg Cody. Okay. I can't wait till the Levitard show to see the <laughs> Levitard show audience to see you. Yeah, I'm curious about that myself. Um, do either of you watch The House of Dragons? No. No, do you? Are you about to like have a take on something you've never watched and then we're gonna find out that it was No, I'm about to have a I'm about to have a take on something that I have watched because you know, is this another take on it being gory that you've already given three times? No. Okay, let's hear it. This is a this is a prequel to the Game of Thrones, which I adored. Okay, so I've tried to love the House of Dragons. Okay, not only the gore that I've mentioned before, which is a little bit of a turnoff, but oh, more than that, do, I thought you were about to do a whole rhyme thing. Not only the gore that I've mentioned before. <laughs> well, yeah, if I were a rapper, I would uh, be freestyling right now. Um, a, it's too complicated. I'm sorry, and whenever I say that. Your mom always makes now fun of me. Now you sound old. Now you yeah, sound old. Well, it makes me sound dumb is what it makes me sound like. Right. But I think it's too complicated and it's low and mumbly. <laughs> Turn your volume up. You know what I had your mother do the other night? What? Put the captions on? I had her. No, I, I hate closed captions. Mm. I had her turn the volume up to 100. Dad. Oh, my gosh, Greg. Dad, you are watching TV wrong. Embrace the captions. I don't like captions. Dad, I love closed captions. Yeah. I hate closed captions. It has changed. That Have you watched a movie with closed caption? Yeah, it's annoying. No, it like literally makes it easier. There are so many times where, no, Dad, it is so good. I have come around. I have eyesight. I don't need Braille. You know, <laughs> Dad, I mean, just gen- speak up. Dad, you're literally just t- got done telling us that you aren't taking in the information. Like you're struggling to take in what they're telling you. This helps that. Okay. It, it's it's low and mumbly. Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> Turn it up. Turn the volume up. And, and we did do 100, and it was still strange to hear. I mean, and the other TV thing is, is just weird that you In the like, last can episode turn it up. I saw in called The House of Dragons, nary a dragon. Zero dragons in the entire episode. That's the only reason I watch. Is that your next back in my day? Dragons! <laughs> there should be dragons. Back in my day, there were dragons. There was some promo, I believe, for that show on like the baseball playoffs with like Bob Costas tossing it to a, a sideline reporter. Who was like, hey guys, all of a sudden there's a dragon here. And then they like CGI'd in a real dragon over like the outfield. I did see that. Yes. I love <laughs> and then, that. And then it was like, and then it flies away. And they're like, by the way, House of Dragons is on HBO Max. Check it out. It was like a, it was just a promo. That was my favorite part of the whole game. It was great. Apparently there's the, they sent the dragon to Yankee, Yankee Stadium and right. they didn't send it to the show. It, it was misleading advertising. <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. And I mean this sincerely. You could, I mean, it, it's it's your podcast, so just ask it. Yeah, that's true. Um, are we over Kanye West? I've been over him for a long time. Is he is he too big to be canceled? This anti-Semitism thing he's doing and and not backing down from it's just I don't know are the rules different for him? Is he not subject to just a, a mass repudiation? I I mean, I think people are pretty repudiated right now yeah i mean (laughs) whether he actually will get canceled i don't know with all his businesses but i think people are as out on him as they've been because a lot of the times in the past it hasn't been like crossing the line stuff it's just been like kanye is a little bit of a wacko right now it's like crossing the line of like genuinely offensive yeah so i i think yeah i think everybody i just think i i think outside of I don't know what you want other than I think everybody shares the views the three of us are saying right now. So like, what more is there than that? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's basically, he's going to keep 
saying things. It's just how much do we want to listen? That's where he gets his power. Is. It's almost bad. Us doing what we're doing right now is like what he wants from it, like almost. Right, right, right. He gets, you know, he only has the power. And this is true of anyone. You know, they only have the power most of the time that we are willing to give them, whether we're electing someone in office, whether they're giving them a, a rating on you know, by listening to their, their show or buying their album or anything like that, um, or by following them on, on social Talking media. about them on our platforms. You know, but, but like, but there are people that, I mean, like, you know, powerful people that are speaking up against it. I mean, you know, use LeBron's company, the Spring Hill, uh, for sure, uh, Spring yeah. Hill, that their statement on him and choosing not to air and get the clicks from having him on, on the shop, you know? Right. Correct. And, and JP Morgan Chase just dropped him. And, and when the major sponsors start leaving you, maybe that gets your attention as well. I was JP, like what they were sponsoring Kanye. What? It's like, yeah, he, he, that's like his banking partner or something. I, you know, is he a spokesperson for them or something? I, you know, I don't, I, I'm not sure, but there a was bank definitely just drop me like bank of America could just be like, Chris, you're gone as a sponsor or as a client. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I just said, was, was he, were they sponsoring him? And you're like, ah, oh, he banked with them. I don't know the exact detail of his contract with JP Morgan, but at, at any rate, they cut ties with him, which under normal circumstances would be unheard of. Um, okay. So Tom Brady buys a major league pickleball team. I never knew there was a thing called Major League Pickleball. I and love the way you've been doing this uh, podcast in recent weeks, where it genuinely yeah. looks like you just have a list with seven of the most random. Th I mean, this is not that random, but like right. you know, Nick Cannon a few weeks ago. Yeah, I love like I just imagine you calling it. Do you have a sheet that says show prep and then under a line and then like seven Correct. dashes? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And then, and then, how can I make this sound natural? Hey, can I ask you guys something? <laughs> or, well, you know what? By the way, well, while I'm on the topic. Tom Brady has a pickleball team. Hey, everybody. It, hey, everybody. Put the glasses back on. There. In honor of my new look, I want you to do an entire show as Harry Carey next And week. you're also seven Miller Lights deep. <laughs> well, uh, if you think this is coffee, you've got another thing coming. Yeah. But uh, this only holds two Miller Lights, so I'm in trouble right now because I'm do getting... Do you wash out that coffee that you drink all day before you pour the beer in there? Oh, of course I do. Or is it like beer? Is it like coffee-tasting Miller Light? No, no. It's it's coffee. Uh, when I piss in it in the middle of the night, then I really <laughs> clean it out. No, I'm just kidding. It's just a joke. I've never done that uh, more than once. Um, so is it too late to change the name of pickleball? Because the sport is taking off yeah it's like miniature tennis why it has it the most pickleball? ridiculous name ever it does jump out at you though pickleball like pickle it, it, I think it, it kind started of flows. in seattle so I, it I flows yeah find out look it up yeti why is it called pickleball but dad what's like yeah, what is the origin of that name i'm not surprised it became like a regional fun little offbeat sport somewhere I am surprised that it got national and now is major league with these special court and courts all over the country and that it's still called pickleball. I've I've always wondered why Dick's Sporting Goods went with the name Dick's. Like wasn't like, his name Richard? I'm just saying though, like he had options. He could have yeah. named it something else. <laughs> he could have. Yeah. But it also like Dick's Sporting Goods, like it jumps out like, oh, that's interesting. I'm not gonna forget that. Whereas right. pickleball kind of has that appeal like where it's like it's yeah. such a random word people pickles are very polarizing yeah. like <laughs> i just like it's a random name i don't understand the correlation of why it's called pickleball but i under i get it as 
a, a good sounding pickleball. If it, it, it flows. Yeah. So it started in 1965, Bainbridge Island, Washington, which is just outside of Seattle. Um, and by a guy named Joel Pritchard. And his, according to his wife, uh, the name of the game became Pickleball after she said that it reminded her of the pickle boat in oh, crew it, where wish... oarsmen were chosen from leftovers of other boats. I don't understand why that I was works. wishing that. I wish I was hope I was hoping that was going somewhere else. Yeah. That it, it reminded her <laughs> of his. Hey, lady. Want to <laughs> play Pickleball? But um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, no, I I played this when I lived out in Seattle. That's where I first heard of it because it's been huge out there since the '60s. And, How many uh, times are you going to say in this episode that it started in Seattle? Yeah, I think you just. I think you've already done three. Um, at least three more, and it depends. Yeah. You know, if we don't give up another stupid ass home run to dumbass Alvarez, I hate him. He's a problem. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, where's the anyway. Starbucks reference? Is that coming? I couldn't care less about Starbucks. I'm not a coffee drinker. So. Okay, I don't mind Starbucks. Um, dad joke of the week. What is Michelle Obama's favorite vegetable? Um, Michellery. That's not bad. It's not right, but it's not bad. Michalid. <laughs> Christopher? Michalid. <laughs> Nothing? No. Michelle Obama's favorite vegetable is broccoli. Uh, that's good. Ah, I, I like that. I like it's that. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> More like Barack D. I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. Oh my gosh, Chris. <laughs> I do have a new monk, Greg Moore, believe it or not. That's actually a good joke by me. <laughs> what was it? Say it again. Barakti. <laughs> what does that mean? It's just broccoli, but instead of putting a D there, because Barak D. All right, anyways. Okay. Barak's D, Greg. Yeah. Ah, okay. Bar- okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, see? That's what I said earlier. We're getting too naughty. <laughs> naughty. Especially when you whisper. Okay. Uh, do we want to do a monk, Greg Moore, of Larry's? Sure. Why okay. and why not? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's a good question. Hit it. Hit the music. Hit his intro. Uh, this is an homage to Larry Zonka, the great guest we, we just had on our podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago from the Miami Dolphins' 1972 perfect season. You really know how to sell these episodes. If we're not doing it with Larry Zonka, we're doing it with top Larrys of all time. Now, well, I'm going to say this. To build up the suspense, Zonk, Larry Zonka, is purposely not on our Mount Gregmore, but would be otherwise for sure. Uh, also of note, uh, I had a long-lost childhood friend named Larry Kuhn did not make the list, okay? No longer. <laughs> Lawrence is here. What are you laughing at? I mean, like, why would your random friend make a top five all-time Larry? Well, because he's it's my list, and he's Larry Coon. We used to play ball uh, basketball in his uh, concrete court, uh, uh, caddy corner, about a block and a half away during the 1440 years. Um, no Lawrence is here either. No given name Larrys who were known by other names like Chipper Jones. Larrys only. First, honorable mentions. Larry Holmes. Larry Flint. Larry Hagman, Larry the Cable Guy, and Larry Lobster from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Number five. Dad, you don't. You've never watched a single episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Number were you just five. like? Were you just like? I need something young in here, and you saw his name on a list, so you're just like, let me throw that in there. He was the first black baseball player in American <laughs> League history, but is ignored by history for not being Jackie Robinson. He's Larry Doby. Wait, he's the second. He's the second black baseball player. That's right. <laughs> wow, he's the Avis of baseball. That is blacks. true. That that he should get a little more. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he like Jackie should obviously get, right. but like the, the second guy, I'm sure yeah. didn't have it great. <laughs> 
it's kind of a, a disproportionate fall off from one to two when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> it really is. Number four, he was the gravelly voiced American TV radio host and interviewer who got a start in Miami radio and was briefly a color commentator on local Dolphins broadcast. Died last year at 87. Did Lawrence Zeger better known as Larry King. I was eating Cherry's Jubilee. Garlic, it's in unique. Number, <laughs> number three. <laughs> he is only 36 in all-time most points in NBA history and actually never won a scoring title, yet enjoys esteem well beyond that. His epic, epic rivalry with Magic Johnson certainly didn't hurt. Isn't that right? Larry Bird. Hick from French Lick. That's right. He enjoys esteem. Esteem? <laughs> Esteem, E S T E M. I thought you were saying he enjoys a good steam. Like he takes a he takes a big shit. Like he's just love a good steam, Greg. He does. He does. He does like that too. And him and Magic in the tub <laughs> enjoys a big steam. Enjoys a steam. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, he was an entertainer and comedian who was an expert violinist, had a gambling problem at racetracks, and would die of a stroke in a nursing home in 1975. <laughs> But before that, he made his mark in a comedy trio. The Three Stooges were Mo, Larry, and Curly, and the Larry was Larry Fine. <laughs> and number one, no surprise here, because Greg loves him. Larry Former Walker. Saturday Night Live writer, co-created Seinfeld, stars in Curb Your Enthusiasm when he decides to do it, makes being an asshole lovable. <laughs> He's Larry Bleepin' David, is who he is. Larry David. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good list. Another award-winning Mount Gregmore, ladies and gentlemen. It's never won an award. Greg, I'm I'm kind of disappointed. The one I thought you would have had on there was Larry from from uh, Newhart. Larry Daryl and Daryl. That's yeah, that's not bad. Oh, that didn't land. Greg Greg was just being nice to me there. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> <laughs> no, Larry, I remember I remember Daryl and Daryl though. I don't remember Larry. Hey, my name's Larry. This is my brother Daryl. This is my other brother Daryl. Uh no, Daryl's the Daryl the two Daryls stole that. You're right. Oh, I suck. Yeah, that no, that Larry wouldn't have wouldn't have qualified there. And from that award winning Mount Gregmore, we're taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you can find me in Pittsburgh. Okay, we're going to look. We're going to send an FBI agent to come, uh, you know, confiscate your documents and find you. (laughs) Real cream! Hey, cool cats. Tired of suffering from prolonged virginity? Want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad? Well, a little dab will do you, and two will do you double. Brill Cream. Guys, put your hands on your tube and squeeze. Brill Cream. Dabbing it. Brill Cream. A little dab will do you. Brill Cream. What's the matter to you? Fancy lad must always look so debonair. Brill Cream. A little dab will do you. Brill Cream. What's the matter to you? All the ladies love a lad with Brill Cream. All right, well, thanks to me for another award-winning Mount Gregmore. You already said uh, that before we went to break, but I guess no thanks is good enough. So It it, it bears repeating, believe me. <laughs> this was one of the great ones. I saw rave reviews in our uh, in our comment section on uh, 
wherever the hell that was. We did. We got a review begging for more Mount Gregmore. I'm glad we were able to deliver even before that was asked. That's right. Almost like we planned it that way. <laughs> Almost like it was me who uh, actually wrote, wrote that review, uh, which, uh, <laughs> which I would take uh, blame or credit for if I was smart enough to know how to actually do that. But um, okay, NFL Sunday, I was at the Dolphin game. We're recording this Sunday night. I was at the Dolphin game earlier Sunday. And um, for the, this may, if, if this doesn't set an NFL record, it ties one. This was the third game in a row where the Miami Dolphins finished the game with a different quarterback than the one who started the game. Uh, it, it's just astounding what's happened with them. They've lost three quarterbacks to injuries. And today they lost to the Vikings. I don't know if you saw the game yet, but uh, probably wasn't worth watching. It was a, a pun fest and, <laughs> and very boring for a long time. The Dolphins ended up uh, ended up losing by um, six points, I think. Uh, it's it just, I don't know what to say about the Dolphins right now. The, you know what they need? The theme of the column that I wrote was that we spent two years maligning to a tag of a low of the quarterback, wondering if he's good enough. And now we missed the hell out of him because... You know, it, with the backup, the two backup quarterbacks have just been insufficient. Uh, two is supposed to make his grand comeback this coming Sunday uh, against Pittsburgh, and and it's going to be a big evening because they're honoring the '72 perfect season team. Two is making his big comeback, so that's going to be a special night. Um, I, I, I want to mention this is another crazy weekend in the NFL. Atlanta beat San Francisco. Uh, the Jets win at Green Bay. The Giants beat uh, Baltimore. And the big game, I'm so glad we spent spe- uh, sent special correspondent Chris Cody to Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh wins against Tampa Bay at home. Bad season, and Pittsburgh beats the Bucks and Tom Brady. So hopefully we're going to hear from Chris Cody live from Pittsburgh uh, soon. But uh, you, you know, you know what I should do um if i if i'm being a, a bad friend but a good producer yes is i'd you know bring up the audio where earlier in this episode you announced that it was going to be that that pittsburgh was going to be absolutely trounced by the tampa bay bucks defense yes and it didn't happen they even had to bring in trubisky because uh, uh Pickett got in it rent, injured his wrist or his hand or something like that i heard it was a concussion Oh no! Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It was uh, the Dolphins' quarterback that hurt his wrist or hand. It was, yeah, he uh, hurt his thumb. Yeah, I can't even remember his name. That's how bad Skyler it, it, Thompson. Bad it was. Yeah, Skyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great name for a quarterback, Skyler. Yeah, better than Pickett. You know. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it really is. Kenny interception. You know, it's just yeah. a bad name for a quarterback. Yeah, but, but um, yeah. So I saw that that um. Pickett went out and Trubisky had to come in and, and, and rally everyone together. So right. that was interesting. I guess that helps it, his resume. Does the drop off into his absence, does that help him uh, in his rating with the coaches and everything? Or does that make it more likely that they'll just go nuclear and wipe the whole slate in the offseason? No, I, I think it, it enhances the esteem for Tua. Um, keep in mind, when he left uh, three games ago with a concussion, he was leading the NFL on passer rating at the time. He was off to a great start. And he had won 10 out of his last 11 starts. Right. Yes. And, and the start he was off to this season had really been a redemption for him after two years of being doubted by his own team and disrespected, really, I thought. And, and I want to challenge you on that, though. Is it really? Because, I mean, he ended the games well, but that was this right. was their fifth consecutive game where they entered the fourth quarter behind. Uh, again, with Tua, you mean? No, with it, the, like the Dolphins, period. Sure. Like, so, I mean, even the last few with Tua, like, they still didn't have the, you know, they, they aren't carrying leads into the fourth quarter, even on the games they were winning. Right. Well, they're, you know, 
I think they're a team that that's can be a good team when healthy. I'm not saying they're a great team, and and they've got problems. I mean, going into today, uh, there was only four teams in the whole league that had given up more points defensively than Miami. So I'm not bragging that they're a great, well-rounded team, but what I'm saying is that Tua had been having um, a really redemption-type season when he was injured. And now, after three games, uh, almost three games of of seeing these two backups try to do his job and failing largely, uh, I just think it's like all of a sudden, we love you, Tua. Please come back soon. Get well soon. You know, I just think the esteem, the the fan regard for Tua Tungabaloa is is better than it's been his whole time here. So we'll see about that. Uh, be, Christopher could call in anytime. Maybe he's drunk in a bar, isn't getting our message. I have no idea. But uh, meantime, yeah, you're you're probably as big a baseball fan as me, if not bigger. Uh, let's talk a little bit of, about baseball and your beloved Mariners who were swept, but nevertheless had a memorable season. Yeah, that um uh yesterday was tough. It was uh it, it, and and here's I don't know that I'm an overall baseball fan. I noticed that cuz I wouldn't watch any other teams for 18 innings. Right. Not at all. But I feel it with this Mariners crew. And and uh to the point yesterday brought me to an interesting place with I will call it my baseball faith. Um and and I, I called it a kind of a crisis of faith cuz since I was 4, I've been a Braves fan. I fell in love with the Mariners when I was 25 or 20, uh, 26. So yeah. it's been 15 years or 16 years now. And when I moved out there, they were my first major league team I ever saw play like that. I got to go to a major league game. That was the first one was the Mariners. Wow. And I just fell in love with them for similar. They gave me a similar feeling that the terrible mid eighties Braves did too. And so like, and I follow, I actually followed them closer than the Braves. Last year, I followed them about equal because the Braves were actually making a, a, a World Series run. Yeah, they're good. But, but I follow the Mariners closer. And like I, I do wonder if I'm at a point where I might be out on the Braves altogether or might be, as Bomani Jones says, off that narcotic. Um, they've done some things in this offseason or be, between last season. You know, they're just the growing embarrassment of the chop. It's just, yeah. it's just, it, it's, it's like the Mariners don't really, they had, they had, Someone in their their front office, like maybe their owner or the CEO, did some re- you know said some really crappy stuff last year. Right. Um, but the team as a whole gives me nothing to be ashamed of. The chop's pretty shameful. And then the whole Ozuna thing. They you know the fact yeah. that they aren't willing to do anything extra to really set a standard with Ozuna and his domestic violence stuff than the drunk right. the drunk driving stuff. Like I might I'm not sure I'm not ready to say I am off the narcotic completely, but like. I boycotted them all year. I didn't follow. I didn't like. I muted all their social media stuff. I didn't follow any of the games. Um, I didn't watch any of the games. But I followed the Mariners the whole time. Right. And so, so yesterday, watching that game, like it was just, it's just nerves the entire time. Like the first couple innings, whatever, not nerves. It's just like let's go, let's get this game started. And then my wife said we had to go out and eat, which was fine. Uh, but you know, <laughs> uh, and then it like the ninth inning kicked in. Then we went into extras and it was just like, just nerves, such like just intense nerves. And then every time it's like, I really don't want to see Jordan Alvarez again. He could wreck us any moment. And this is where I, I, maybe I had a, a religious uh, crisis of faith too, because commercial break happened at the end of the 17th, went up to have family prayer with my wife and kids. And I come downstairs and, and Pena had hit the home run that put the Astros right. in the lead. Maybe right. we shouldn't have prayed. Maybe prayer doesn't work. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it's enough to make you uh, question your religion. I would think I, I hate to hate to go that far, but, but, but I will say Mina Kimes put this really well and said, 
I'm just really excited to watch this team in the future, and Julio Rodriguez is ours. And that's the way I'll cap this off. I'm excited for next season. I'm going to uh, interrupt you because we've talked about the Seattle Mariners about nine minutes longer than I wanted to end. <laughs> and now, appearing on our Zoom from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is uh, Greg Cody Show correspondent Chris Cody. Uh, what are you wearing uh, exactly? It, it looks weird what you're wearing. I'm just wearing a hoodie. Is what it snowing? I, I don't know Pittsburgh weather. It's like 55 right now. Okay. So, Christopher. Um, weather was perfect. I was at the game. It was like 62. Like a little, like, oh, it was just perfect. Okay. I'm going to admit, I gave Pittsburgh less chance of winning than any team in the NFL this weekend. And they kicked my ass. That's right. I'm Greg Cody. Yeah. What's happening here? Okay. All right. You know what? That's my timer saying that my dinner is done. But this is so important that wow. uh, we're going to continue this. Christopher, tell me. Now, an added bonus to all this is that the Dolphins play Pittsburgh next week, which suddenly, in my mind, becomes like a, a difficult game for Miami. Yeah, how the Dolphins look today? I didn't see a second of that. <laughs> yeah, they look they, they look pretty bad. Why did Teddy Bridgewater play? Because Skylar Thompson hurt his thumb like three series into the game. <laughs> Skylar Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very nice. That's why we pay him the big bucks. And um, and Teddy came in and did a you know. He threw for a ton of yards. He also threw two interceptions. Uh, the Dolphins had three turnovers. They took six sacks. They had 10 penalties. They do, you just... think that, do you think the Dolphins told Skylar Thompson to get hurt so they could play Teddy Bridgewater without like it being a controversy with all the concussion protocols? <laughs> Tune in to Football Illuminati next week. We'll give you a $100,000 bonus, Skylar, if you pretend your thumb hurts in the first quarter. Right. Supposedly... <laughs> uh, Supposedly, he couldn't even grip a football when he came out. They, they, That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> Mike McDaniel did say that if, uh, he, if he was healthy enough to, he would have put um, Skylar Thompson back in the game. Anyway. Yo, there's so many Steelers fans. Like, I'm showing everyone right now, like, they're still out. Like, the, the Steelers are two and four now. And <laughs> you would think that they're leading a division and, like, just won a championship around here. Well, they just beat Tom Brady. I mean, you're allowed to be. I'm happy. just saying, though. Look, I don't want to, like, talk about, like, I can't throw stones because I wear, like, a heat shirt to work, like, seven days a week. Right. So I can't really throw stones, but I've never seen a town that just wears. Steelers and Penguins and Pirates stuff more than Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a great sports town. Like, if you go in Miami, you don't just see people wearing all the teams. Like, anyone you look at, they have some Pittsburgh memorabilia right. on it at all times. Boston yeah. will get that way. I, uh, But it's funny, when I was driving for Uber, we'd have Boston folks come into town to visit or whatever, and every dude from Boston, like... One, had a Bruins tattoo, and two, offered to show it to me. Like, they want, you want to see my Bruins tat? And then, like, lift up their shirt or pull up their arm, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So, Boston's that way. But, yeah, Pittsburgh, they really show out. People are really nice here. Uh, This town is very, it's, like, very, there's a lot of uh, range to Pittsburgh. Overall, the food has been really good. I am pro-Pittsburgh so far. I will be honest. The people, super nice. Uh. Yeah, I'm definitely a pro Pittsburgh guy. My, although my wife right now is alone in a bar waiting for me to come back, so I feel a little. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't trust that. Like as much as I love Pittsburgh right now, I'm like a little nervous leaving her alone. At, so I'm outside. Like I just want you to know, yeah. like the setting of right now. Um, I'm, I must say, I, I love your wife more than I love you being on the podcast right this second. So wrap it up and get back to her, and then Yeti and I will Hell put yeah. a, a bow on this. So. Uh, appreciate you joining us. How uh, was this? How was this appearance? Like, did, was this everything you wanted it to be? Do you want more for me? Yeah, it was good to see you working a street corner. 
Yeah, I mean, this is it, right? This is all we really wanted, right? Like, yeah. no, I lo- I love the ambiance. What else do you have to say? To be honest with you, um, I don't have much else to say. Uh, you know, that's okay. it. I don't. I only have much. To, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Okay. All right. No, seriously, get back to your wife. Enjoy your evening. Be careful. Have fun. All that stuff that a parent has to say. And uh, and we'll see you soon. Like anything. All right. Later. Goodbye, Chris. Um, Yeti. Before we uh, close up shop here, I want to hark back to what we were talking about the the chop, the Atlanta Braves thing. Yeah, that's a weird thing to me, and I've thought about it a lot because I don't know if that's something that the 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 team can stop. You're talking about asking forty thousand fans, m- many of them who've been doing it for two generations, to all of a sudden stop something that they consider to be a great tradition of their team. How do you do that? Like in, in soccer, in international soccer, they have all kind of problems with, uh, 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 you know, chants that are, that shouldn't be heard, including Mexican soccer fans, you know, chanting an, a, an anti-gay slur and everything. And FIFA steps in and penalizes the team for what its fans say. Is that something that MLB needs to do? Or is that something that has to come from the fandom itself? Well, it can from the team, and it did in uh, in 2019. Um, they were playing the Cardinals in the NLDS, and they, there was someone on their team who who's Cherokee, and he found it insulting. So the team stopped supporting the chant. They didn't lead yeah. it with the organ. They didn't hand out any foam tomahawks or anything. So really, you know, while the fans may have started it originally, the team drives it. They're the ones who put it up on the billboard and say, you know, whatever, let's start the chop. They start playing the music. They hand out the foam tomahawks. And they don't have to because they did stop it in 2019. But not long after, they brought it back in full force. Yeah. If they want to go full nuclear and really do the right, I mean, they could just change the team name to something that isn't appropriating Native American culture by a bunch of white folks. And right. it, it's it's a simple thing. And but but the team can lead that. Yes. Would they be able to stop, you know, fifteen people in the audience from doing it? No. And I don't think they'd care to, to cause a ruckus right. with that. But but as a whole, they could say we aren't going to lead that chant anymore with our with our music and our billboards and everything right. like that. So. Yeah, and, and the Florida State Seminoles do the same chant. Right. Um it's it, it is an interesting baseball postseason. We're we're doing this as the Yankees and Guardians are playing. If the Guardians win this game on Sunday night, three of the four finalists in MLB are totally unexpected. Yeah. Uh, Houston is the only one that advanced as they had over a hundred wins. I, th- I think yeah. all the other teams would be less than a hundred. I, I don't remember incredible. what the Guardians record was, but yeah, but no, and, and they all, the Guardians also have a low payroll, which sort of enables team cheap teams like, uh, the Miami Marlins to say, yeah, see, you don't have to yeah. spend $250 million. You can win with blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so. Clinton Yates brought up a great point that he thinks that's great for baseball, and I agree with him. I, you know, to, to be able to have name like your non blue blood names make it in, it's, it's totally fun. Good. Yeah, you need you need a mix, and and having that parity, you know, especially with the postseason that where where you can dominate, you have no parity in the regular season, but right. then in the postseason because baseball's weird, it gets it's chaotic, yeah. and people get streaky. It can really, you know, it, I think that's a good mix to have. I would, of course, prefer that the Astros not be there, but oh well, I can't change that. Yeah, so so do I. I'm, I've <laughs> hated them for a few years now. Anyway, uh, we've, we've talked way more sports than we normally do, and I want to wrap it up here. Uh, so um, thanks, as always, uh, Pod family. Really appreciate you all, and uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We did, and we'll see you all back here next week. That kind of thing. This is Harry Carey signing off. That kind of thing. (laughs) How would Harry Carey sign off of this? 
All right, all right, everybody. I got to do a better hair. I got to de- if I'm going to look like this, I have to develop a better Harry Carey. That that that's your assignment for next week. Goodbye, Greg. Yes, I'll, I'll work on it. We'll see you, Brad.